Hey everybody, it's Richie, and before we start this episode of the show, we of course want to tell you about DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN when you sign up. You can get in on a bunch of prizes that DraftKings offers all the time, obviously through their app that you can download as we get set for the officiation of sports betting here in the state, which is going to be starting coming up in September right before the NFL season. And, of course, NBA Finals going on right now. you got baseball going on right now. And you can do it all with the DraftKings app and their daily fantasy sports extravaganza. That's promo code THPN using the DraftKings app. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporting with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Um, I, I'm not even going to do an intro tonight because we have a we have a story right off the bat. I feel like needs to take up all of the time. And the story is about my wonderful and amazing co-host, Richie Suave Flores. It's the most Richie story I've ever heard. And and I'm, I'm not even going to wait for it. Richie, tell the world what happened to you today. Um, yeah, quite possibly the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. I've done several dumb things in my life, don't get me wrong. But I don't think I've been as embarrassed as what I did on Friday. I was like, okay, I was off today. I can go and and go see Black Widow. And I did. It was a great movie. I loved it. I recommend going to see it. Um, The cast was great. The action was great. And it's one of those movies, MCU movies, that is like really highly rewatchable. Because there are some that really aren't rewatchable. Black Widow, I feel like right up there with Captain Marvel was the same way. Where you're going to be able to watch it again and again and really enjoy it. But after the movie was over, that's when things got crazy. So I... I had stayed for the post credit scene, which was great. Won't spoil it here, obviously. And and then I got out of my seat. I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I don't really have anything to drink here at the house. So I decided or that I'm going to stop at this like tea place next door. And I, was, I texted Katarina. I was like, hey, what do you want from this tea place? And I got the, got the stuff from the tea place, walked back to my car, got back to my car, tried to open my door. It wasn't opening and I couldn't like click it open. So I was like, okay, well, what's going on here? I looked in, I put my hands in my pockets. I go, where is my car key? I looked everywhere, couldn't find them. I then proceeded to walk all the way back to the AMC. I spent a good 10 minutes in there looking around, trying to find it. Couldn't find it there. Went back to the tea place, asked them if they saw my key. Didn't see it. Got in real panic then carrying around an entire uh, drink holder with three drinks in my hand when it's 108 degrees outside in a mode of pure panic trying to figure out what to do. And I was like, okay, I have a couple options here because I'm right across the street. I'm at Westgate. I could A, walk home and get my keys and then walk back. That that floated through my head for a moment. Uh, option two was, oh, hey, cat's home. I can ask her and figure out what the hell's going on. So I never call Kat, right? Kat's sitting here right next to me. Welcome to the show, Kat, as I continue my story. 
Uh, yeah, I requested that cat be here because she sent me one of the funniest fucking videos I've seen in a long time in all of this, but we'll get to that. Yes, I never call cat ever. Um, I hate talking on the phone. I don't like doing it. So I had to call cat because it was an urgent situation to try and get her to find my spare key and bring it to me, which she then proceeded to do and save my ass today. So Can thanks. I explain how rare it is for you to call? Yeah, go ahead. Way? Yes. So I was on, I was actually FaceTiming my mom. Um, she hadn't talked to, to my daughter in, in a day or two. Um, and I see Richie calling me, which like he said, he doesn't like talking on the phone. Um, and I literally thought that he might be in trouble with the law. Because the only other times I can picture him calling are when he got rear-ended in the tunnel on uh, on Interstate 10, and Izzy and I had to get in my car and go pick him up. Um, and I don't think he called, but I'm pretty sure he called Corey the time that he got pulled over for pulling a California stop at a stop sign. Um, and because of a ticket that he had paid but hadn't gotten cleared in the system somehow, his license had been uh, erroneously suspended, and so the cop wouldn't let him drive away. So Corey had to go and pick him up. Well, so, I had to drive his car, which is probably the most yes. uncomfortable I have seen Richie in my entire life. It was the funniest shit. I wish you could have seen his face. And that's that's all I could picture. I was like, wow, Richie texted me 10 minutes ago saying that he was getting a drink and that I had to send him my order for it ASAP, which I assumed meant that he was like at this place. And so either he had dropped everything or didn't have his house key or was dealing with a cop. And so I literally like, I just said, bye mom and hung up. And then I heard why. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, <laughs> because I've only locked my keys in my car. Once I've never lost my car key. I've, I've lost my house key about 40 times. Um, which I think both, Richie and Corey, I think both of you guys have had to save me when I've lost my house key because I think I've given both of you spares. Um, but yeah, I, I I did have to film it, and unfortunately, I uh, I was filming it on Snapchat as I pulled up behind his car in the parking lot to hand his key out the window, and somebody came right up behind me, and I was a little nervous that they were gonna. I don't know, try and try and rear end me to get me to move. It's Westgate. People do some crazy stuff. Um, and so I, I panicked and I didn't save the video. I just sent it to, to Corey and our friend Chris and uh, said, look what I'm doing, um, which is kind of a shame because it was a it was a beautiful video. Richie looked so annoyed. Um, but it was, it was kind of a funny moment. I don't, I don't think it was as funny for you now, but you'll laugh later. <laughs> Yeah, as long as my car doesn't get stolen by a key that I lost. But yeah, we're good. I'm, uh, I've am i pretty much given up to the fact that it's gone now, gone forever, and I'll never see it again. Did you buy any, like, did you buy any popcorn or drinks at the movies? Is there a chance you threw it away? I did not buy any popcorn or drinks at the movie. The only thing I threw away was my tickets at the end, which... Well, <laughs> you threw something away. Well, so, so that, that it... 
And to make Richie feel better, Scotty did talk about how one time he threw a bunch of stuff away and he threw his keys away in the process. So Now that I think about it, that is probably the likeliest scenario, considering I could not find it anywhere else. But the the problem I have is in the parking lot there, there's so many different like stores and places around it that if someone found it in the parking lot and they decided to return it to somewhere, who knows where they could have returned it to? Because they could have gone to any like restaurant or bar or whatever afterwards and returned it there and said like, hey, I found this in the parking lot. You would have to go into like every single store and be like, hey, did you find it, Bob? But I felt like if I would have thrown my keys away, I would have known. But, mm. but uh, man, I don't know. Sometimes the way I think is really a miracle. Corey and I have lost you at Comic-Con. We've lost you at Ikea. We've lost... It's very feasible, I think, for you to throw away something made of metal and not notice. You could have been like... But I think that you could very easily throw away a piece of metal without noticing. <laughs> I also think that is very easy with the way that you you run walk that it could have fallen out of your pocket. Also a distinct possibility. And I, I thought of that possibility and I walked the same route that I took to get back to my car and I looked on the ground and I did not see it. Granted, again, I my key fob is literally the only thing I have on on it, like I don't have anything attached to it. I keep it completely separated from everything else. And uh, and so I do that intentionally. I'm glad I did because I um, I would have, I luckily kept my house keys separate. So I still have those, but I, so I just wanted to say this and put this on record. I would like to thank uh, Kat for saving my ass. Today. I appreciate it. Um, I would have been stuck in that fucking parking lot for days. At this point, I I would have been I would have been panhandling. Okay, so you, you say like you don't live point. We live point seven miles from Westgate, and I know that because I've run there for Craig Morgan. Um, Arizona Coyotes insider had me run to Westgate during the pandemic and document which restaurants were closed, which ones were open for takeout, and which ones had signs posted on their door. And I took pictures for them of the sinkhole in the parking lot. So I know we are less than three quarters of a mile from the movie theater. If Richie's panhandling, they're like, we got bigger problems. <laughs> Yet the chances are so high that if there was a way for him to get out of that parking lot that was not being in his car, Either you would have picked him up or I would have picked him up. He would not have walked back. I've done it before. I think I've walked over there once or twice. Your first instinct was a panhandle. Yeah, I mean, so you know, my brain works in mysterious ways, and both of you guys know that, so you shouldn't be surprised. It, I, I was, it was funny. I was thinking about it all, and I mean, like, and this was pretty funny because, like, Richie called me. Um, I like come inside, sit on the couch. I get a phone call from Richie, and and actually, I I don't get weirded out when I get phone calls from you because I, I feel like we talk about the randomest shit if we call each other. It's usually just 
something completely out of left field. And this, that's basically what this was. And, um, and so when you called about it, it was, it was funny, but we we're trying to like figure it out. When Kat sent me the video, that was like something that was staged from like a TikTok video, you know, that people would like stage like a scenario that happened. That's what it looked like. I almost died. Like I genuinely almost died. It was the funniest thing because the look on your face was like a puppy that just peed on the carpet, you know, like you were so disappointed. <laughs> I was very, I was very annoyed because Kat was not very discreet about recording me whatsoever. <laughs> no, I had my phone literally hanging out the car window. So I could with a big smirk on my face. Too. I saw you pulling up with your phone. And I was like, fuck, she's recording me, isn't she? And so at, yeah, the, at that point, I watched it three times. <laughs> at that at that point, I became very annoyed. I'd be like, "God damn it, Kat! Of course you're recording this." And I tried to do my best um, delivery person and hand them their drinks that I I got for them because I was being a nice human being. And and then that's all I get for it is a freaking snap a, a Snapchat a and a car key <laughs> and a car key and a car key. Yeah. So. To make you to make you feel better, I tried to think of two situations that were closest to this that would uh, that I could quickly say that were probably closest to your situation. The first of which was um, I got to go to the Pro Bowl when it was here. Um, I was very excited about that, but we I went with uh, Cronkite News, so I had to wear like actual uh, really like nice clothing. To which I got um, a guy telling me and my friend, great um, football attire ladies, because his girlfriend told him to tell us that because she didn't like that we were in heels and a skirt. Um, and later that night, the friend that I went with, we could not remember where she parked. So we were walking up and down the like grassy field um trying to find her car in heels we got stuck so many times the person that was like the security guard with the uh golf cart got like felt so bad for us he put us on the golf cart and proceeded to drive up and down each lane to find her car now you know who else that sounds like trying to find somebody's car me Yes, but I'm trying to make you feel better in this situation. The, the, that one was a me one. Then I have one about Scotty. Scotty had gone for a PA interview. Kat was around for this one, too. Uh, she was down in, in Tucson and came and visited me in Chandler. And um, he was getting ready for a PA interview. Um, so his mind was on other things. We get into the car so I can drive him down there. And no keys, no nothing. I thought he had his keys on him. Normally when it's like me and him, I usually just leave my keys in the house and then like we just take his keys. He completely forgot them, locked the door by hand. He never locks the garage door, locked us out of our house. I had to take my mom's car as she was about to go to work, take that car all the way down there. And then my brother and my dad had to proceed to break into my house. Literally, Kat was at my work and they're like, oh, where are you where are you girls going? And we looked at one of my coworkers and go to break it in my house. 
I do remember that. I think I, wasn't that when I then had to drive out to Levine, like right after that? Yes. I yeah, that was a very interesting day. To, like, get lunch with you. I'd been in, I'd been in Tucson. I was supposed to stay in Tucson for an extra day. And I ended up uh, having to drive out to Levine um, because the delightful Matt shot with hockey development was like, hey, do you want to stop by a clinic we're, we're hosting for some teachers? It's, it's a super easy drive. It's over on your side of town. Uh, I thought he meant like that I could just drive straight up. What is it? The drive up I-10? get back into town and stop off near where I lived. But no, he, he meant I had to circle around South Mountain, take some two-lane dirt road with no streetlights. Uh, and so I stopped with you to like mentally prepare myself and learned that you had actually uh, locked yourself out of your house too. <laughs> so yeah. For your listeners, like we're all adults, I think. We all pay taxes. We all have homes. <laughs> Do you, do you, Kat, do you want to tell the story that you were, you told me again earlier tonight or, or do you want to keep oh, that when off? I, when yeah. I locked. Yeah. So I, I'm here making fun of both of you, uh, for the record. Um, when, when my delightful daughter was, uh, probably only about four months old, um, we went to Walmart, um, in, no, she must have been older than that because it was when it was hot out. So she was probably like eight or nine months old. I was wearing her in a front pack, like one of those baby Bjorns. Uh, went to Walmart to buy to- like toilet paper and got back out to the car. It was hot as balls out. Um, unlocked the car with my electric key fob, stuck it back in my, my diaper bag with my per- with my wallet and my phone, tossed that on the passenger seat, hit the unlock button on the inside of my car just to double check and make sure that I truly unlocked the car, which was like the dumbest thing I could have done because I actually ended up locking it and then shut the door to open up the back seat to put his in and realized that I had locked the diaper bag with my phone, my keys, my wallet, all of it in the car. It's 110 degrees outside. Had to ask a stranger to borrow their phone to call AAA and they said they'd be there in an hour. Um, Izzy's dad was on his way home from work, I think, to, like, you know, just, I think he'd finished working and was like, all right, I'll be there in, like, 40 minutes. Gonna gonna come play with Iz. And uh, had to go back into Walmart while still wearing her. Go back to the electronics section act like I was interested in their tablets, log into my Twitter and slide into his DMs so I could send him a message saying that we wouldn't be there for like an hour and a half because we had to wait for AAA to let me into my own car. Um, so when I said earlier that I've only locked my keys in my car once, uh, that that was it. So I, I feel like I can make fun of you guys because I've done so much worse. <laughs> The best part of the entire story is the best part is sneaking into Walmart to get into your Twitter to slide into your kids' dad's DMs. Yeah, that's the the worst part was I was trying to figure out like how I could how I could message him because I have no idea what my Facebook password is. It's 
it's one of those like auto-generated saved on my phone <laughs> like if i ever have to get a new phone like i'm fucked um sorry and well we say um, fuck all the time good um <laughs> And well, so as, as your as your parents know, know, because when they listen yeah, to the podcast, they're curious why we curse so much. Since uh, since my dad listens to this podcast, but not the one that I host. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't know my Facebook password, so I couldn't send him a, mes- a message there. Um, didn't remember his number off the top of my head because the only one I've memorized is mine and my mom's because she's had hers since two thousand four. Um, and I was like, I think I know my Twitter password. Let's hope I'm right. Because if I wasn't, like, he was probably going to end up calling the cops when there was nobody there um, and no way to reach me. But it, it all ended up okay. Um, it got a little cranky after, you know, 45, 50 minutes of being toted around Walmart, not able to touch anything or look at anything. Um, and definitely with no wallet to pay for anything. So I'm pretty sure security was watching us pretty closely by then um i'm sure there's security footage somewhere of that uh richie we have yeah. to get a hold of this it was i i sure hope not i hope it's gone by now it was it wasn't my worst moment but it was on up there um yeah yeah i'm glad i'm glad i've gotten that one off my chest now but it wasn't locked in the car then i would have been crying um both I would have broken the window if Iz was in the car. I would have just straight up broken the window. That's I. I would have. I would have called nine one one. I wouldn't have called AAA <laughs> for my for my eight month old being locked in a locked in a hot car. Hey, you guys want to come unlock the car in an hour? See you guys then. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've learned anything tonight, Spray Nation, is that three of us on this show are adults, but Kind of. Only kind of. Totally incapable. But totally incapable of anything but a podcast. So. Yes. <laughs> like, let the record show that I'm the one who gave birth to Iz, but both Richie and Corey have watched her unsupervised. So all three of us have taken care of an infant at some point without guidance. And we're telling these stories. <laughs> I, but I feel like that kid is slowly getting smarter than all of us. Oh, she she's there. The way that she manipulates all of us is quite evil. And you you know, in like Pinky and the Brain and, and the Brain and he always wants to like take over the world and, and Pinky's like just kind of there, like his little sidekick and kind of naive about the whole thing. I feel like that's what we are to is. Like every single time she does something that's super like you know, you it takes like five minutes and you're like, oh, wait a second. I know what you're doing there. That is what that kid does all the time. And I'm quite scared, honestly. She she had an all-timer line earlier today that, uh, but nothing's going to top, you know what? I think the listeners should hear. Um, Izzy got into an argument with me in the car yesterday about um, why she's smarter than Richie. Because Richie was five when he started kindergarten, and she's going to be four when she starts. So she's smarter than him. That's like, that was her entire, that was the premise of her entire argument. And you know what? I backed her up on that because she was telling me about that the other day when we were watching the basketball game. 
And I was, and she asked me, she's like, how old were you when you went to kindergarten? I was like, I was like five. And, and she was like, yeah, well, I'm going to be four. And I was the one that told her that she's smarter than me. So you can, you can, oh, you can so there was, there was logic behind that. Good. Yes. And by she the phrased way, it though, as why did he grow so much faster? Like, why yeah, did he become bigger like, faster? You're an adult. <laughs> When she's clearly smarter and starting kindergarten earlier. <laughs> like she was she was not about it. She was really not happy. Um, by the way, so like I said, I um I sent that video of mm-hmm. Richie to Corey and then to Chris Beer, also on the hockey podcast network. Um, because it was funny because we were talking about locking ourselves out of cars two days ago. And I said, you know, that's something that I think Richie would do because his roommate did it. She locked herself out of her car the first day they met. They went to watch a football game and she locked her keys in her car. And so we were like, man, what idiots we were when we were younger. Who locks their keys in their car anymore? And Richie's like, well, don't lock them in my car. Just lose them. (laughs) So... It was it was a little poetic. It it fit in very well with the the topic of the topics of the week. So so thank you, Richie. Shared experiences here. <laughs> and he did just he I told him I was like, I'm I'm getting to share the video that I uh that I sent because it was glorious. And uh said you can you can share our stories too. So they're also adults and they're currently taking care of a ten and thirteen year old. So um so basically, if you've been on the Hockey Podcast Network and you live in the southwest of the U.S., you have no business taking care of kids, but you do. So <laughs> I think that's the moral of the moral of tonight. Oh boy! I, what a good episode! Yeah, this is this is what happens <laughs> when it's NHL season's over and we don't really have much to talk about because we're in that like middle term between the end of the Stanley Cup final. And all of the off season that's going to be happening, right? We're about a little bit. This episode is being released on on the eleventh. On I'm sorry, on the twelfth. Jesus Christ, on the twelfth on on Monday, and that means that it's like later in the week. It's going to be basically we're going to get the list for um, protection list from every team on the seventeenth, and then like things are going to get a lot crazier coming up. But like for now, fuck it. It just we just bullshit for half an hour. And I mean, that's what kind of is going around everywhere anyways. It's, it's mostly just bullshit. Like, you know, like the rumors that came out today about like whether OEL is going somewhere. It's like, you know, like, don't tease me. Like, give it to me when it finally happens. You know, it is like the, the blue balls of trying to get rid of OEL. Let's not just like fuck around about it. Like, tell me when it actually happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's is that your cold open? Do you cut that and splice that at the beginning? Because that's what that sounded like. Uh, no, but it's going to be it's going to go up on Twitter at some point. That's, As it should. That's actually you know what, Corey. That's God going. Bless you, Corey. That's going in our promo. That's where yeah, that's going. It's I I sometimes say these things, but the thing is, as the sporty nation has heard some of them. Um, not all of them. I've said way too many things, uh, sadly, on actual radio when um, I, Richie allowed me to be on The Freaks. And 
I, I feel like I probably embarrassed him on many different levels, but this is the random shit that they hear from me on like a day-to-day basis. And sometimes I wonder to myself, I'm like, I don't know why I said that, but I'm glad that like I found you two that I actually enjoy when I say the random shit that I say, because I don't know where it comes from. I really don't. I think that's, I think that's part of the reason why we love you so much is your, when your filter comes off, it's just, it's great. It's, makes us laugh it just is it, it isn't great for business environments i find myself at work sometimes just like don't say it don't say it you want to but don't say it and then i end up like texting you guys or tweeting out a version of it or something because it's just it's so hard to not say weird shit all the time <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't blame you as someone who does the same thing all the time too, kind of in a different in a different way. I think that's basically half of my texts to both of you. Cause I clearly live with one of you. So if I send you a text, it's because it's something I shouldn't tweet, but very much can't help myself from saying. Or you send us a tweet of a guy at the Suns game who used his prosthetic leg to win a shoe showing contest. Yeah, God bless that guy, by the way. Uh, for for the listeners who didn't, and I don't know how anybody could not see that um, because it has to have gone viral. But some guy, like, first off, what's a shoe showing contest? That's better than the Kiss Cam, but worse than the Simba Cam. Like, I'll. I'm going to rank it right there, but so is it because of basketball, like basketball shoes, like are I big don't know, man, but having some 50 something year old guy take off his prosthetic foot and hoist it in the air to show off his shoes was not what I was expecting to see on the internet today. Not even a little bit. The internet very rarely surprises me anymore. And that surprised me. Yeah, that one, it, it threw me. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest here. Kat will text us, oh my gosh, guys. And I don't know what to expect. It could go from literally something like, like a show that we watch, you know, and like something like exciting about it to guy holding a prosthetic leg. You know, it just, it could go from so far that I literally got that like on my watch. What I got was, oh my gosh, guys. And I was eating dinner and I told Scotty, I go, Kat just texted this in, in Richie and I's group text with her. And I'm not sure what's coming next. Should I be scared? <laughs> what came next was a video of me handing Richie his car keys. All right, everybody. That was part one of a two-part series of shows this week. Hope you enjoyed this first episode where we talk hockey for all of 30 seconds. But that's what happens when we're kind of in that interim, like I said earlier in the show, between the Stanley Cup final and the beginning of the madness that is free agency and the draft and the expansion draft and all that stuff. And we will cover all that for you as the news breaks, of course, here on the show and on the Hockey Podcast Network. But you can listen to part two coming up on Thursday. Cat continues on with us for another half an hour. And let me tell you, folks, it gets weird. So I hope that the Coyotes do something in the interim so that way we can talk a little bit of hockey or else, boy, oh boy, are you in for one hell of an entertaining piece of 30 minutes of programming on the Thursday episode of the show. But once again, thanks for listening to this episode. 
We will talk to you again on Thursday. Follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie Show on Instagram at Corey Richie Show. Follow the network at HockeyPodNet. And, of course, download the DraftKings app. Use that promo code THPN. For now, good night and good hockey, everybody.